0: Hello, my name is Feather, and you are listening to SplinterCast Reads Shadows of Self. When we last left off, everybody was at a fancy party, and the murderer was in Wax's head. How did she get that? How did she do that? How did she get there? I don't know. Let's find out. Okay, chapter 10. Here we go. And it appears that Wayne is being slapped, because somebody does not like the person he's being disguised as. Alrighty, then. Also, I totally have a real physical copy of the book now. I'm not reading the ebook version anymore because I like real books better than ebooks. I'm sorry. I'll do ebooks if they're easier to get hold of, but I do prefer book books if I have them. And now I do. <laughs> and Marassi is amused by the fact that Wayne just got. To- oh, oh no. Wayne is. Upset because she said he killed her dad. Ah, uh, it's it's not it's not it's not you, Wayne. It's it's okay. I know that's like your thing. Oh, poor Wayne. <laughs> so I like that Wax is um being smart with Bleeder, like saying, "Oh, you're a coloss," um, intentionally using the wrong word. Oh uh, good for you. Hmm. Oh, so I guess he's trying to figure out if she can actually hear what he thinks in response. Interesting. Alright, so he does have to talk out loud for her to hear him. But I guess I guess she's kind of like Ruin in that even if he does talk quietly, she can hear unless she's like stalking him and over and listening. Hmm. So she calls herself the surgeon. That's interesting. Um, especially I'm thinking like Kaladin and all of his surgeon stuff. But, Huh okay. So there, Wax is talking about perhaps Bleeder could burn tin. Um, so he is acknowledging that she might have chosen a different power. Which I was like, why did, would you? Yeah, because earlier he was kind of acting like he thought she still had steel running. When I was like, eh, she she could have changed powers. Wax, let's not depend on that. Okay, so he thinks that if he whispers she can't hear him, so maybe she does actually have to physically listen in. Interesting. It's so there's so much to like figure out about what's going on just because this is so new. Wait a second. I can't kill him yet. I haven't murdered your father yet. What I'm so lost, what's going on? So Wax's father isn't dead, or it was just a taunt, or God, Brandon, you're yanking me. getting yanked over here. Also, I have food, so if you guys hear, like, I'll try to cut out most of the dishware and biting things noises, but if I don't, that's why. I'm hungry, and I don't have much time to read. Hmm, okay, so Wayne tackled the server. I'm wondering if it's actually Bleeder, though, or if this man was following Wax for another reason. Like, Wax, you. can lots of people know who you are. I feel like there's a good chance people other than Bleeder might follow you around at a party. <laughs> and Bleeder's trying to throw Lessie at him in uh, his head to, like, make him slow down. Good luck with that. I feel like you would just make him madder about, you know, the fact that you did that. And the narration is now calling the server Bleeder. So I guess I guess this is we're we're going we're, we're now working under the assumption that this is actually bleeder pretending to be the waiter and that's the end of the chapter okay that felt like a really short chapter but i guess there was lots of action in it maybe i just read it quickly and we have another um sheet of the broad page section whatever of the broad sheet so fun Um, also, I have actually, I'm not going to go too into depth about the broadsheets because I was actually at the release, got to see the whole thing, and so I read the whole broadsheet, and it's got lots of fun things in it. Including, I like how the house record, apparently, as a newspaper, does not like wax. (laughs) Their reporting on this page is very, very anti-wax, and the story about, uh, Alamancer Jack is also very anti-wax, so. Interesting that Wax is... <laughs> there's, there's newspapers who have opinions on Wax. Anyway, okay, chapter 11. Let's see. Hmm. So he says the ascendant warrior, Vin, but they rarely called her by name. Her title, like those of other preservers, was used to show reverence. Would preserver be a term for someone who held preservation, or does it refer to something else? Hmm. So Vin is... Apparently kind of a mythological figure um, in that she's supposed to have kind of misty powers. I, I wasn't aware of that. Um, I don't know. Is Vin a cognitive shadow? Did she stick around? I don't know. I mean, I know she, she stuck around for a little bit after the end of Hero of Ages, but I had kind of assumed that Shanalind had moved on. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Interesting things. Oh, that could work. Meaning, um, Wax is thinking maybe it's Steris' father that she was referring to, his soon-to-be father-in-law. I don't know, though. I kind of feel like she meant his actual father. Hmm. Oh, yeah, it's hard to figure out where she actually went. Hmm. Okay, so Wax doesn't appear to know how Kandra actually work, which makes sense. Um, because he's wondering if the cabbie is Bleeder, which I don't think, um... I don't think a Kandra can change faces that quickly. Like, even Soon wasn't nearly that quick. I, I guess it's been a couple hundred years, but... And she is also third generation. But I don't think you can change a face nearly so quickly. Especially not while driving. I feel like driving a car and trying to change your form as a Kandra would be difficult. Hmm. I don't know. I'm feeling, I'm feeling like Kendra cannot change quite that quickly. <laughs> well, Wax is like, oh, he didn't lose her. <laughs> He'd simply been led into a trap. Wait. <laughs> oh, yeah. Wax, wait. That's not necessarily a good thing. Okay, so someone is attacking with him a woman. Interesting. Who are you, woman? Wait a second. Now that the text is calling her Milan... Um, we heard that name, but he just asked who she was. Hold up, where did we hear? Crap because she didn't she didn't just tell him that her name is Milan. I'm almost positive I didn't miss that, but <sighs> hold up, Where did she? Oh, okay, never mind, sorry, she's the woman from the party. I did miss that, okay, so she did introduce herself back at the party. Um, who was trying to flirt with him. She does know about Bleeder, though. <gasps> it's Melan! Ah, I wondered if that was a... I noticed that those were similar! Ah, ha, ha, ha! Hello, it's Melan! I'm so happy! Oh, hi Melan! How are you doing? I'm so glad. Does this mean... We're going to see Tenzin again, Because <laughs> I really like to see Tenzin. Also, I belatedly realized there's an ad in the broadsheets for Sunni pups. I, uh, it's based on Tensoon. Ah, uh, they liked because he was a puppy for the, the dog for a while. Ha, uh, Brandon, I love you. Yeah, she's the one who gave him his earring. Ha uh-huh. ha. I got that question right at the release party, and it won me an alimantic aluminum ne- necklace. Woo. Cause she's saying he's saying, I think I know you. And she's like, yeah, we've met before. So Wax is using the hook in order to fight right now. And I'm actually reminded of Kelsier using the ingot to take down Straff and men at the very beginning of Mistborn. It's that same. It's kind of interesting because Kelsier did it with a lot of like pushes and pulls. And Wax is also doing it with pushes and lowercase p pulls on the rope. But there's I am I have a very similar sense. I don't know if that scene is supposed to be reminiscent of Kelsier's fight, but it, it feels that way to me. And Wax does think that Bleeder is going after Lord Harms. um, So he doesn't think she was talking about his actual father. I'm not totally certain he's correct on that. But perhaps he is. Perhaps it was just meant to be an in-the-moment shock value sort of thing, and then we figure out what she actually meant. I don't know. Did Wax see if he could Get more. Did he take any of those aluminum guns? Like, I mean, I realize he's rich, but aluminum guns are worth a lot of money. Wax, loot, loot the corpses a little bit. Come on. I would, like, you don't even have to loot the corpses. Just pick up. You, you like kicked one of the aluminum guns. Pick that one up. Go find it. Wax. <sighs> oh, he's in the canal. Goodness. Hey, I bet that water is gross. Secondly. Water in clothes, especially a heavy coat, does not sound like very much fun. I guess he can push to try to navigate, but still. Ugh, gross. Canal water. Nasty. Nasty. Okay, so he got away. and Now he's headed to the Harms Mansion. And that's the end of this chapter. These chapters are going much faster than the other ones. Um... I'm, as I, as I'm reading, I can see like the raw length of how long it is, but obviously what, the numbers that I see are going to be longer than what you guys are seeing since I edit out silence afterwards. But right now I'm, normally my raw files are like an hour and a half long, maybe. Uh In this one, I've already finished two chapters and I'm still at like 25 minutes. So this may be a really short episode, unless chapter 12 turns out to be super long. Anyway, let's let's see. I apologize if that's the case. Sorry. Chapter 12. <laughs> that meant Wayne was the sole officer of Law Keepin in the vicinity. A frightening thought. Yes, Wayne. Very frightening. Hmm. I didn't even think that Wayne would have some insight into who Bleeder would try to impersonate because he's really good at impersonations himself. Wayne, you're like a human Kandra. So the guy was some- the server was some other kind of mole. But wait, that's not the server who leaped out the window, was it? Hold up. I lost. There was the really pretty girl who was following him, but that was Melon. And then there was the server who was moving the wrong direction. And I thought that server was the one who took off running and jumped out the window when Wax, you know, started chasing him. Maybe not. But now Wayne is saying, No, that probably wasn't the Kandra because that's a really bad choice of person to imitate. Huh. And so Wayne thinks the guy was some other kind of bull. But he jumped out a window. I'm lost. I'm lost. Maybe I've missed something critical. It happens. I'm sorry. I do tend to miss things. <laughs> you guys might notice that. There's a reason I read books more than once, and it's because I don't usually get things on the first time. Whatever. I don't I don't care. I get them eventually. Even if it's a couple months down the line. What ifs? <laughs> the governor and the main guard guy are gone. <laughs> and Wayne punched him. Wayne, very good at making friends. Ha <laughs> Okay, Wax just kind of busted in the windows of his soon-to-be father-in-law's mansion. Sorry, Lord Harmson. I'm sure that was not fun for you. Oh, Never mind. Maybe, maybe this is fun for him because he's whipping out a gun and ready to like fight off whatever hordes have come. Sweet. And Wax ripped the windows off their hinges. Nicely done. Okay, Wayne was pretending to be his uncle, not his butler, and that's the code phrase. I actually—that was a trivia question that I got wrong. Um, they asked who Wayne was impersonating at the first meeting, and. I actually said butler, <laughs> so I'm glad Wax was not, you know, testing me on if I was really the person, because I totally would have gotten that wrong. And he probably would have shot me for thinking I'm a candra, but I'm actually just dumb. But my daughter, as if he only had one. Lord Harms are kind of a jerk face. I'm sorry. Just a little bit. So he's not going to try to outthink Bleeder, he's saying. That seems like an interesting choice. Hey, is this a Starris point of view? What? Are we going to Starris point of view? Ah! Wow, I, I get a Starris point of view before I get a Renarin point of view? Really? Really? I need a Renarin point of view, like, so much. That's not even this book series, Alex. Focus. Sorry. I'm Alex, by the way. I don't know. I think feel like I said that at the beginning of Splintercast, but I... <laughs> I refer to myself by both my real name and as Feather, so... Yeah, y'all can just sort through that. I'm sorry, I'm confusing, and there isn't any kind of structure to these. It's really just me rambling. I'm just saying whatever comes to mind. Anyway, Staris, let's get back to my darling. My my daughter. I'm adopting her. She's mine. You can't have her. She's wonderful. Okay, I took a quick break to go get ice cream with my housemates, but now I'm back. Oh yeah, that's right, we're in Starris' point of view. Oh, I forgot about that when I walked away. Okay. Wayne, stop trying to talk Staris out of marrying Wax. I ship them. Good harmony, he could be shockingly unmannered. Oh yeah, Wayne, you need to be nice to Staris. Cause she realizes you're being mean to her specifically. He wasn't like this to others. Oh, he was crass and whimsical, but rarely blatantly rude. He saved that for her. Hmm. See, I don't... See, now I'm mad at Wayne, because he's being mean to Starris. Wax, you need to be nice. Er, Wayne, you need to be nice. Not Wax. Wax also needs to be nice to Starris, but he's starting to get better about that. So, Starris Appreciation Squad 2015. Wow. Wayne? Okay, yeah, I'm actually kind of disliking Wayne right now. I have a friend who, he's her favorite character, but... Sorry, Emma, I'm... Wayne's being a jerk. And it's Testeris who is on my protection list, so... Yeah, I don't hate you. I find you repulsive. That there's an important distinction it is. And then he goes up and walks over to the guards he just beat up. No... (laughs) Staris closed her eyes and tried to pretend she was someone other than herself for a time. My darling, it's okay. You're a good person and Wayne is a jerk face. It's alright. Hmm. Now Marasi is being very afraid of things happening. What does Marasi know that is freaking her out? Hmm. Okay. So, now we're back with Wax, who is sneaking Lord Harms off somewhere. Okay, that makes sense. Um, Hopefully Bleeder wouldn't be able to outthink a plan with no thought involved. That seems much smarter than what I thought he was going to do, which was just play into whatever she was truly expecting. Anyway. Hmm. But if Wax can find the governor, I'm guessing Bleeder can too. Huh. (laughs) Haha. Nice. (laughs) Ladrian, what the hell are you doing? Being polite, may I come in? What if I refuse? Then I stop being polite. Nice, Wax. Nice. (laughs) Haha. And now Wax is pretending to leave. I'm assuming he's not actually going to leave. And I also assume he's not actually giving him one of his starians because Renette will kill you, dude. (laughs) You've made your point, Lord Waxillian. He is a little blunt when he, you know, is trying to convince someone of something. Wax just kind of goes all or nothing. Oh, and Wax is trying to usurp Drim. Okay. Who is not happy about this? Oh, Wax, you are making no friends when you are undermining bodyguards. Oh, I'm sure your head of security can deal with it. Wax, like, chill. I realize you have a point and you're trying to convince him, but, like, maybe don't piss off the security guard. Maybe. ruffian. I like how ruffian is spelled with, like, rough instead of the way that it's usually spelled with Fs. Ah. Father Ben, the priest. Ah, murder your father. Aren't you clever, bleeder? Huh. Well, Wax, you tried. Now we're jumping to Morassi, who appears to be at the scene of the crime. Dang. The Conventicalists. Who are the Conventicalists? I mean, I remember the conventicle of Saron, but that was the Inquisitor headquarters. Are these Sliverists? Or are these something else? Hmm. Oh, okay. Conventicalists are those who worked in a survivor's church aside from the priest. Interesting. Thank you for explaining that to me, Brandon. That's a good... I love in-world idioms. Details could separate ruin from preservation. It's a good one. Pathians. They think a Pathian did this? Um, Well, I mean, I guess Bleeder probably would try to undermine the Pathians, since they revere the Faceless Immortals, and she probably doesn't like that. Hmm. So I'm guessing this was Bleeder. I'm assuming she was Larkspur at the time. Um... I wonder how involved she was with, um, with uh, like the revolution and such. I mean, she was o- obviously around during the fall of the final empire. But I wonder, like, who she was and what she was doing. Oh man, that's horrifying! Like letting the curtain drop and showing the body. Goodness, bleeder, what are you doing? She certainly is has a theatric way of doing things. If that's, ooh. Ugh. Oh. Hmm. Morassi refers to Bleeder as a demigod. That's an interesting choice of words for Akandra. Okay, so he's got a phrase in his cigar case, which sounds like more nonsense keywords, but he's saying, damn woman will be the death of me. I don't know that I would agree with Morassi's idea that wax is uh, fully encapsulating everything constable should be but weren't but okay i guess she does kind of have a crush so i'll let her idea of him slide a little bit ah <laughs> uh. <laughs> his lordship is a great resource to this department sir that has the sound of a practiced answer to it good because it took me a long time to learn how to say it without cursing could I have the non-practiced version? Let's just say it must be damn nice, Lieutenant, to have other people to clean up your messes for you. Hmm. Yeah, that's kind of how I see Waxillium. Rogue nobleman accustomed to getting what he wanted. Blunt in ways that Aradell can't be. Yep. Yep. Yeah, Waxillium's trouble. <laughs> Marasi, did she really not realize this before? Like, he does good things, but he's also very much outside of any sort of approved system. And for those who have to work with the approved systems, that's really annoying. But what does this have to do with me? Everything doesn't have to be about you, you know. Not everything. Just this. Yeah. Why is Wax involved? How is he involved? Hmm. <laughs> I'm worried interacting with her might prove theologically difficult. That's a very good crisis to have, actually. Um, yeah, I mean, even I, I, because Wax is a Pathian and they use the lore of the faceless immortals, so but I love Melon. We didn't get to see enough of her in the original trilogy, and I'm really glad she's back. So anyway, that is the end of chapter 12. And look at this, my raw is, oops, I dropped something on the floor. My raw is underneath an hour, which means this is gonna probably be a short episode for you guys. Anyway, um, I'm going to keep going. So this is Feather signing off.